0: Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Movie Mastery.
1: You're doing a superhero thing. Okay. (laughs) All right.
0: (laughs) Pencil dick. I am John, as always, your host. Mm. And with me, my co-host and cohort and sidekick. (laughs) I was
1: was worried for a second I was going to be your ward.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I ain't taking care of you. (laughs) It's Jeff. Hey there. And
1: a special guest joining us in the studio today a tiny cat uh yeah there's a brand new cat here uh we needed a a, a a new pet for sage and so curry has has joined the family he's uh, he's a little tiny 4 month old kitty cat of uh mixed type who knows and uh he gets the name that every animal that sage names nowadays gets the name of she's named 700 different things curry and this cat's going to be the one where it sticks great mm-hmm uh, and real friendly, real nice cat. Real, for a little four-month-old kitten who's had to spend the whole day putting up with a with a hyper-aggressive three-year-old, she's not aggressive by way of, you know, she just really wants to play with him. Oh, yeah. It's just like, I'm gonna get my face as close to you as possible. Yeah. She said, she, uh, award, the thing she's doing today that I'd never heard her do before is go oh over and over again she is so enamored right now uh i mean that'll happen it's a kitten it's a it's an adorable kitten who wants to chase lasers and sit in laps oh yeah yeah
0: it warmed up to me within
1: minutes Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so he's a good little dude and he will warm right up to you yeah but uh what we watched Probably won't. I mean, I actually kind of enjoyed this awful, stupid movie. But I mean, that's—I'm not going to lie to you. We
0: watched Layer of the White Worm, and this is definitely one of those like high on the list of people name this as a cult classic mm-hmm. because
1: man, it is—it's bad. It's almost like it's a cult classic because it couldn't be anything else.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Like, what is this? Uh, d- sort of trying
1: to be horror. Maybe unintentionally a comedy? It's got the feel of, like, it was made by someone who had only ever made, like, you know, BBC Four shows about a vicar who's also a detective. Oh, yeah. Like, it's got that 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 vibe and that level of, uh, like, production value. No, where- this definitely <laughs> seems like
0: someone came to this hot off of making the BBC, like, Narnia Tales.
1: Yeah, exactly. Ah, the vicar's the midwife! Oh! Oh. oh goodness vicar <laughs> i find myself befuddled as to this <laughs> there's been a murder <laughs> i shall solve it in Santa. <laughs> that said i am late for my shift at the department store <laughs> indeed yeah uh but yeah it, it really has the production value of a of a uh, an 80s bbc tv show And then it's weird, because it'll be like, well, one of those charming little murder mysteries about small-town England will be playing out, and it's super boring, and everyone's just sitting in a room talking about how they couldn't have been there, because Evans was there. Um, And then all of a sudden, it'll cut to the campiest shit in the world, you're like, whoa, fucking sweet, (laughs) for for a couple minutes, and then it's right back to boring, you know, tea-time conversations.
0: Yeah, and this has,
1: notably... uh... Peter Capaldi in it. It's got a power cast. Oh, yeah. It absolutely does. It's got, I mean, a lot of people you've never heard of, of course, because it's made a British TV show, but it's got Peter Capaldi. It's got Hugh Grant. Yep. And I know I've heard of Catherine Oxenberg before.
0: I'm sure that she has done something.
1: Yeah. Uh, I, She should have, for God's sake. She puts on the performance of the movie. Huh? Every other character pales in comparison to her vamping around it. Oh well, there we
0: go. She was definitely in Sharktopus versus Whale Wolf.
1: <laughs> of course she was. Of course. And Ratpocalypse. Apocalypse Starship Troopers 3. Okay, so she's had an interesting career. Oh yeah. Uh I I I I mean this movie's from 88, so I'm glad to hear she's getting getting roles, you know, 30 years on down the line.
0: Yeah, although I got to say This really looked like a 70s movie. And the fact that it was 88, I was like, ooh, that's way later than I thought you you, were.
1: You're right, right? I mean, because it feels, you see the the, the special effects, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, that's like Monty Python special effects at best. Oh, yeah. And
0: just the way that it is shot and the flow of it feels so 70s. Because you're like, look, there's only so much action we can put into one movie and the rest of it needs to be people standing in a room. Having a monotone conversation. Oh, for,
1: yeah, and maybe a charming, chubby local policeman will show up and be like, "Oh, can't today, miss? I'm here just for tea, like I do. Let myself into your house." What, what? Oh, I'm here in your house, just like I always do, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so eat your dinner, and I'll be on my way. <laughs> just feed me whatever, and I'll go. It's the standard way of British police. Yes, well, you know what they say: feed a bobby, starve a cold. <laughs> And I was wrong. Um, Catherine Oxenberg just plays like one of the two sisters. And yes. is Barely in the movie. The movie, the, the person I was thinking of was Amanda Donahue. Yes. Who, it, who owns this movie and I've never heard of before. And she just, she is, she has it turned up to 12. It's awesome. It's amazing because it's like she
0: is in an entirely different movie. Oh,
1: yeah. And every one of her looks is 100% aesthetic. Like, like. Oh, my God. Yes. Every time she comes out in a new outfit, you're like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like. She, when she is on screen, she's like, hello, everyone,
0: I am here. Mm -hmm. Time to do this. I am an actress. And everyone else is like, yes, okay, well, Mm -hmm. you know, go on down to the...
1: Rocks there. And uh, Holy potholes! go to the rocks down there. Yeah, the rocks and, down and, and then she walks in in like a white duster with a white cape and a white tri-corner hat on. And she's just like, <laughs> yes, I'll be having him for dinner. <laughs> You're like, oh, goddamn. <laughs> Holy shit. You're like sex pilgrim. I don't know what's going on right now. I can't get enough of her, her angelic sex pirate outfit. That was of all of her outfits. That one was probably my favorite.
0: Oh, it was very good although i have to say her many and varied sunglasses mm-hmm. also incredible
1: yeah everything about that character just on point she she's like a like a dr frank for the 80s <laughs> where you're just like jesus Christ. like even if the character's not that important in the movie that they're packaged in is is you know incredibly stupid y- you still can't help but watch you're just like i need to know everything about this woman immediately
0: How did you not do anything else? You must have done so many things.
1: I am bought in. I am 100% bought in right now. What, transsexual Transylvania? I don't care. That sounds stupid. I gotta see the end of this. (laughs) That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard, and I love it. I can't get... What's that? You're like a a, a giant dragon from Roman times? Cool, I'm way into that.
0: Oh my god, were you... Was she the boss from Liar Liar? Ooh,
1: no wonder. (laughs) So we have heard of her. Yeah. Good for you. She's been in Oh, oh my god. That. And she was also in Starship Troopers 3 with her former layer of the white worm co-star. Hey, good for her. Okay, so she's been in 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 plenty of stuff. Oh, she plays the ex-wife on Toast of London. Hey! Hey! I love hey. Toast of London. Okay. She's yeah, really in the thick of it. <laughs> That's that's an old joke that I think we've talked about on the show before. <laughs> Probably, yeah. That that uh, whenever you're watching the uh, ba- the baking show on, or, or actually, what it is is I watch a lot of old uh, British quiz shows. Oh
0: yeah. Anytime so, you're watching like eight out of a ten YouTube cats, eight out of ten cats, or QI or something like that, and they have the commercial at the end because someone was just mm-hmm. recording it off TV. It's always just like, and up next, Peter Paldy is in the thick of it.
1: Yeah, it's always someone's in the thick of it, and that's as bad as they're willing to describe it. They'll be like, ah, coming up next, Owen Wilson and Jackie Chan are truly in the thick of it. It's Shanghai Nights.
0: <laughs> you're <laughs> you're like, just... why is everyone in the thick of it? At least <laughs> Peter Capaldi was in a show called The Thick of It. That makes sense.
1: No, everyone's in the thick of it. And it's just great because you're just like, okay, hang on. Can we just pause before they say the movie and turn that into a guessing game?
0: <laughs> <laughs> just tell me who's in the thick of it, and I'll try and figure out what your movie hmm. is. <laughs> Uh anyway, we Martin. are going to do a full in-depth spoiler review of the many and varied nonsense occurrences that happen in this movie. Yes. Uh but we are gonna play a little music and then be right back with the lair of the white worm.
1: I'm not a real
0: doctor, but I am a real worm. I am an actual worm. I back and it's it's time
1: yeah i suppose it's time okay it is time all right you know
0: you and i we're really in the thick of it (laughs) oh no i can't
1: or are we merely in a spot of bother (laughs) oh okay never mind we'll start over (laughs) uh
0: that was excellent
1: Oh, did it not interrupt the flow of the, the show at all? or No, nope.
0: oh, Okay, still recording, even right. with a cat jumping on top of a laptop. Okay, very good. That stays in.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I suppose we could be in a spot of bother, you know, much like, say, uh, Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn in The Wedding Crashes.
0: <laughs> yeah, honestly, I like it even better when it's a non-British thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, just, yeah, of course. Like, oh, yeah. Cause being able to be like, ah, oh, yes, Kristen Stewart's really in the thick of it. It's Twilight. You're yeah, like, no, that's, that's what,
1: <laughs> that's what it always is. Cause eight out of ten cats, uh, seems to universally be followed by like, uh, third run movies. So it'll always be something like you'd see at HBO on a Sunday. Oh, yeah. So that's, that's pretty much the, uh, the, the full extent. It's always something like that. It's, <laughs> it's always like, Hugh Jackman is in a spot of bother. It's real steel. <laughs> <laughs> With a robot or some such. Duma quite no (laughs) (laughs) you know the robots i
0: mean (laughs) uh all right so layer of the white worm 1988 and it is i don't even know where to begin here like <laughs> i know that we could just start at the beginning but honestly this
1: i mean the beginning is fantastic it, it's more of i don't know the names of the characters evie or something that the, the uh, short-haired woman it's
0: eve and mary okay do you get it
1: Eve ah, and yeah. mary? So, very religious so biblical
0: yeah given that this whole thing is like i mean i guess hey we're getting into the spoilers sort of uh religion based on worshiping the serpent from the garden of eden mm-hmm. but not like because it's satan because it's a literal snake
1: yeah it's a snake monster instead uh yeah so i don't know if that's eve or mary i think it's eve uh
0: i think eve is the uh
1: the one who gets the, tied up at the end yeah oh, the, okay the, then the this flirty is mary.
0: sister and mary is the one that really looks like uh macaulay culkin martha <laughs> plimpton uh I was gonna go with uh McKinnon on this one. But...
1: Oh Kate McKinnon, sure, that's fair too. But she's somewhere in that, that triangle. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah definitely somewhere within that triangle you can triangulate <laughs> Sammy Davis.
1: <laughs> yes. She really looks like any one of those three people. <laughs> she's really in the thick of it. <laughs> so her and her sister run a small boarding house and bed and breakfast in a in a little tiny town that I think is just called Dampton.
0: Yeah. Uh, maybe
1: Might as well be. And one of the the, uh, tenants at the house at the moment is a extremely gruff and unnecessarily Scottish uh, (laughs) young archaeologist by the name of Angus Flint. And Angus
0: Flint is Peter Capaldi uh-huh. being extremely Peter Capaldi. He is
1: so pissed off all the way. He's like one of the two heroes of this movie, and he spends the entire time just unbelievably angry about it. He's like, it's like a, having a Scrooge character. It's
0: great. Yes.
1: Because he finds just immediately
0: a weird skull mm-hmm. that's like, oh, this sort of looks like it should belong to some sort of dinosaur but it was around here at the same time as, like, a Roman colony. Yes. Which means this is an amazing discovery, and yet he's like, oh, look at this cheap shit fuck goddamn. Oh, I'm so Scottish! I'm certain it's
1: worthless. <laughs> it's probably just a coup skull with shit nailed to it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. no, he is so grumpy. And, like, he... Basically, he's, he's just gone out into the backyard of the boarding house he's staying at and dug out a square hole about two feet deep. And he's like, yeah, this is all crap. I found a, an ancient secret Roman era convent with a skull of a monster in it. It's all shite. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's so weird. Like, I also am just like, who gave you permission to do this? Because he's like, oh, I'm just staying here. And also, I have just dug a giant hole
1: In your yard, looking for stuff. It's literally just in their yard. He's not even trying. He didn't even go out into a field. He was just like, well, I've walked three feet from the hoose. Good enough. (laughs) Get less shovel. (laughs) And and, uh, so he hauls out what is very clearly an actual cow skull with a bunch of extra clay, like, awkwardly draped onto it to make it look snaky. (laughs) I mean, the thing is,
0: in this, this is a thing for me with every time I see some sort of archaeologist or whatever in a movie where they find something ridiculous like this and then immediately just sort of grab it right out the ground Uh and run around with it i'm like what the fuck
1: are you doing? Well, there's there's even a line in that scene that tells you the the exact degree to which you should care about the archaeology aspects of this. When he finds it, and he's like, "I it was the time of the Romans." And she's like, "So, it, they didn't live around the dinosaurs, did they?" And he's like, "No, they missed each other by about 20 million years." It's like, "No, man, it was it was 65. Kids know that." I mean, you know, that's about 65. <laughs> I I don't I I didn't really know. Anyway, I'm going to go put this in my room.
0: <laughs> oh, my n- number one dime. <laughs> <laughs>
1: he's, like, he's just... Oh, well, I found a, an incredibly important artifact. It's clearly a probably some kind of dragon skull from Roman times. I'll go throw this in my bedroom, and then I'm off to the local for a pint.
0: <laughs> uh, there is a a party that night mm-hmm. that they are going to go to, thrown
1: by the local lord of the town... I want to mention, by the way, in that opening scene that Mary uh, reacts to every single thing that Angus says in a, it's almost, uh, among all the characters, Mary, the sister, uh, it, really feels the most like she's from one of those, like the Vickers come to tea type, like t- <laughs> daytime British TV comedies. Cause everything he says, she has a flippant response to it. And every time he doesn't give anything. <laughs> so he's like, I found a school and she's like, Oh, is it like an ancient Roman helmet? Perhaps a fighting man wore it? Nah, <laughs> don't ask again. <laughs> Quit trying to advance the plot. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's a party being held that evening uh, he's grumpy because he hasn't heard of it, but, you know, he's, like, not, he hasn't left his boarding house except to dig in its yard. Who? How are they supposed to know to invite him?
0: Also, it feels, <laughs> it just feels weird to be like, ah, yes, there's a party for the lord of this area, because we still have the
1: aristocracy at the moment. And I'm like, this is strange. That's not that weird. I mean, he's one of those people who owns a manor house. It's basically the Downton Abbey shit. But he owns... The bed and breakfast area and everything as well. Yeah, that's the Downton Abbey shit. The, the uh, In Downton Abbey, the the guy who runs that house pretty much also rents out everything he can see to everybody else in town. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that that sort of thing is becoming less and less common. But in the 80s, I don't even think this is set in the 80s because everyone's driving around. And no, it is because they have CDs. There's yes. a point where they're playing CDs and they're playing local rock music. So this might be You wouldn't t- think it is yeah. because, you know, well everyone's driving around in like 1928 cars. <laughs> uh and weirdly there it's not just so they can blow them up. <laughs> so that's just that's just a wild thing. Not just. Yeah. <laughs> so so they're having a party and and uh it's decided that he shall accompany them this this uh this scruffy archaeologist. Yes, and this is to celebrate the ancient slang of the Dampton Worm. Mm-hmm. Now it's spelled worm like worm, but but uh, there is a right here we get a big old conversation. That's right, it's spelled worm like worm. Well, no, not worm like worm, not worm like verm, <laughs> not weerm. <laughs> yeah. So, but we get a whole conversation about that at this point because first when we get to the party we get our little touch of. Oh, it's nineteen eighty eight and people still think of uh Dexie's Midnight Runners, so here's uh here's some local Scottish ro- like folk ro- or British folk rock.
0: Oh yeah. Which fucking I love. That song, that song. slaps. Oh yeah. The Dampton Worm song is fucking awesome. Yes,
1: and they knew they did the right thing by playing it over the credits as well because it, it it slaps and it's a good song and you're just like oh fuck yes this song again oh sweet I was <laughs> hoping I'd get another go at this but yeah there's clearly just like some not quite Dexys Midnight Runners up on stage doing this song they have the overalls and all
0: oh yeah and they're just telling you the story of the Dampton worm and how old John Dampton found a worm and he mm-hmm. threw it in a well
1: and it grew and then it run around and eat cows and, whatever. and yeah eat cues and babies. <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah because they say coos in the song so i guess oh, they course. must be scottish folk rock types uh but yeah it, the uh the funny thing is that everyone in town refers to it as a worm and, and and ascribes earthworm-like characteristics to it that it was found it was used as bait at first and then it grew by eating fish and then it started eating babies and cow milk uh it, and when it sliced in half it became two worms and so on but as uh angus finds out by uh, un- unknowingly speaking to the local Lord himself recently returned from looks like British military civil service yep. as played by Hugh Grant. Uh, the yeah, young. He has an RAF
0: patch yes. on his stuff.
1: Yeah. The young Dampton. And also there's an insane dream sequence set on what I assume was the airplane he was supposed to be the pilot of, although it is clearly the Concord. <laughs> uh, anyway, he, uh, uh the young lord uh, Dampton has explained to him that oh no you 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 mustn't separate you must separate worm from virm he uh th- it was more of a dragon snake sort of thing
0: <laughs> yes uh much more like the germanic virm
1: yeah <laughs> Hugh Grant by the way the other hero of this and I I guarantee you that that's where Peter Capaldi came up with his character, was I'll just be the opposite of Hugh Grant.
0: Yeah, Hugh Grant shows up and is like, hello, I'm perfectly pleasant, and I'd like to have a conversation with you. I'm never frazzled by anything, even when a vampire snake lady jumps at me and I cut her in half. Hello, I'm Hugh Grant. Oh, (laughs) I'm I'm quite befuddled. And (laughs) Capaldi was like,
1: all right, well, fuck you then. Yeah, these two... It, they only barely get along all the way through the movie. It's it's great.
0: I love the dynamic between these two, and mm-hmm. it's a shame we don't get more of it, because every time they share a screen together, it's fantastic
1: watching Capaldi just be like, ah, you old Ponce fucky. Yeah, well, it's great because uh, everyone else in town kind of plays at honoring the whole aristocracy aspect of Dampton. Where, yes, he's a rich guy who lives in the biggest house in town and technically owns everyone else's houses. But everyone's just sort of like, ah, but it's been that way for hundreds of years. You're just a little boy back from war. Or well, I shouldn't be speaking in Scottish. They're, they're British. Everyone but Angus is Scottish. Uh, but Angus doesn't give him even the time of day. He's just like, are you bloody daftsman? <laughs> like, every time he calls him on the phone, why are you calling me? I don't mean, I didn't be wanting to speak to you. <laughs> oh, man.
0: <laughs> just, just delightful. Just a delightful group. And, uh, of course, so we have to get the entire background of what this worm was and that, you know, oh, it was probably some weird snake thing is what we were going with, Mm -hmm. like an old dragon. And uh, no one really knows for sure what was going on there, but
1: whatever. Obviously, it's some sort of ancient legend. It's said that he was killed in some nearby caves, but only potholers go to look for that, which I have to assume is like the British word for spelunkers. Maybe. O- only crazy potholers ever go out near them caves. <laughs> uh, we get what? a li- the uh the- we get a big joke here straight out of uh, British daytime TV, which is that Capaldi can't stop just go- stuffing down uh red food that that uh, Hugh Hugh Grant Dampton keeps giving him, and finally he's like, "I see you enjoy our local delicacy. Not many have the taste for pickled earthworms covered in aspic." And it- <laughs> <laughs> and is just like what, you know, that kind of thing. I mean, I wish he kind of would have done
0: that, but instead he just sort of makes a face. He just stands I there. like with, that yeah, better.
1: He just stands there with the food hanging out of his mouth. Was like, oh. <laughs> oh, shoot, I've made a bore of myself, <laughs> and for something gross, because again, he's eating it by like just gobbing shuffles in there, hanging out of his mouth. <laughs> I also like that he simply cannot recognize an earthworm on sight. No. Like he's being handed big, thick handfuls of earthworms that are only pickled, and then aspic is just meat jello. So all they are is just pickled worms encased in meat jello, very clearly visible. And he's like, ah, there must be spaghetti or something. I've never been to Italy. (laughs) This isn't deep fried, so I don't really know what it is. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. I've got my (laughs)
0: Scottish stereotypes down.
1: It's a deconstructed haggis.
0: I'm not interested in it unless it's deep fried or I can gamble on it. The Scottish. (laughs) Uh, I can't wait for our Scottish listeners to be absolutely furious with us. I
1: sure hope they post a bunch of stuff. I love reading Scottish posts.
0: (laughs) Uh, Anyway, this is also uh, when they leave the party because Angus is going to take Mary back home Mm -hmm. while uh, Eve hangs out, and
1: her and the young Dampton are are uh, a bit of an item.
0: Ooh, they're they're getting a little
1: comfortable with each other. Mm, yes, they're they're quite in the thick of it.
0: <laughs> oh, he's gonna
1: be in the thick of it if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna find her spot of bother.
0: <laughs> so Angus and Mary head back to the house, and I absolutely adore everything that happens around here because they have to walk back to the house because. Even the police have a car. (laughs) I'm remembering this now. (laughs) And as they're going through the forest, as the, like, path back, Mm -hmm. we get uh, some background information for Mary Mm -hmm. in that, oh, her parents were uh, lost last year. Yes. Uh, They were coming probably along this route, Mm -hmm. and then they just vanished. They never made it home. No one ever found any evidence of them anywhere and she's she gets very upset over this and then angus takes this as the cue oh i should start trying to make out with her now (laughs) she's just told me about
1: her very probably dead parents and she is not over no it's literally like one set he waits about a beat she's just like oh and my parents are never coming back after they got lost in that cave or whatever and i'll never see them again wait for it Blah, blah. Hey, you want to get down and dirty, baby? I've still got earthworms in me, Mooth.
0: <laughs> yeah, you can get that ass pick.
1: I'm sure no Scottish person has ever said Mooth. Oh, the card says Mooth. Better Mooth. But that's when. A car comes through the woods. The <laughs> car, which you can see, plainly, because it has its headlights on and is driving down a road in the woods, at which point it leaves the scene and Mary freaks out like you would not believe. Oh, yeah, she is totally freaked out that a car is here and and when uh when capaldi asks her like well what's the problem she goes well it's quite unusual to see a car with with no lights on at all driving through the woods don't you think that's suspicious maybe this person is who killed my parents and he's like instead of saying that car clearly had its lights on (laughs) i can very clearly see that i can only see the car by its headlights which were on (laughs) anyway let's make out again And she's like, I'm scared of cars with no headlights on. Uh,
0: I I absolutely love the fact that they've decided that they now need to go call the police mm-hmm. because they saw a car that clearly didn't have its headlights on that did mm-hmm. and that it was anywhere near where her parents
1: might maybe have been abducted. <laughs> they're just like... I guess it's also close enough to their house. I mean, they are walking to the house. Uh, I mean, the big thing is they're like, oh...
0: Uh, it was headed to Temple House. Yes,
1: Temple House is, of course, the the house of ill of bad guy in this movie.
0: Yes, and I thought that it was like an abandoned place, but immediately everyone after this scene is like, "Oh yeah, no, this lady is always here, but only during like the summer or something."
1: Yeah, yeah, she's off during the winters and every every. Oh, it- she practically
0: hibernates during the winter. Mm,
1: don't mm-hmm. you see? <laughs> But we aren't going to meet her for a while yet because they make it home first. And although their plan was to get home and call the police for help, well, luckily for them, local police officer Ernie is already just sitting there fatly drinking a cup of tea, let himself in, has tea and is like,
0: oh, your tenants were very angry because you said you'd give them a hot water bottle
1: and you didn't. I love the way he pronounced that British pronunciation of they've gone to bed without ball. He's just like, oh, you missed so many words and I adore it.
0: (laughs) uh and uh, pc ernie mm-hmm. has a bit of news ernie bobby yeah bobby ernie bobby ernie bobby Talladega Nights. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with bobby ernie uh they have found a
1: watch mm-hmm. that belonged to uh mary and eve's father mm-hmm. it's in pristine condition and it was located at the nearby stone Rick caverns and uh they're like oh you know there's
0: some nonsense here we found this we're gonna reopen the investigation we're gonna get people to go look around up there and that's when of course they let him know oh we saw some car with hooded lights mm-hmm. going towards the temple house you should go check that out as well
1: they've switched from no headlights to yes headlights but hooded
0: yes <laughs> and you know ernie's ernie is long suffering in this And then he's like oh but i was gonna be off and it was gonna go time for me to go to bed but i suppose i could honestly
1: based on the last few minutes of this movie the actor is also long suffering oh yeah <laughs> but but yeah he He's he kind of trundles on over to uh, the outskirts of Temple House's gardens, and in indeed he he comes across and hears some noise noise and so on, and tries to hide behind a tree. And he's he's, he's got at, his radio. He's got his radio. And he has a whole stupid routine with an unseen second police officer. Oh yeah, it's
0: like, hey, you should come down here. Yes, I know I have the car.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, you should use your bike. Your pump is flat. Well, get a taxi. I've just sat down to me dinner. Like, well, th- hang your dinner and get down here. No, I shall hang up the call instead. Click. Well, we don't even hear his side of it. we well, sure you do. It's a radio, not a, te- not a cell phone. Yeah, but we don't. If you say so. I I, didn't hear I heard every line, every line not of dialogue. Not a single one of it. You must have watched a different version of the movie than I when they cut off that secondary police officer's dialogue. Oh, yeah. So as to heighten the tension. Yes. Mm-hmm. Where I heard every glorious word. Every syllable. Mm-hmm. As delivered by uh, by noted uh, Br- British thespian Warwick Davis. <laughs> noted? Mm-hmm. Uh, He's been noted before. People, <laughs> people are, have noted. People have written him notes. <laughs> Dear Warwick, your car is parked illegally. <laughs> I've sent you to bed without bottle. You're really in the thick of it. <laughs> Yours truly. Signed, the Queen. <laughs> the Vicar. <laughs> the, the Queen of Vickers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes. <laughs> uh but yeah, as he is doing this, he gets, oh no, a snake bite. Mm-hmm. And that is when Lady Sylvia Marsh shows up and she is,
1: as mentioned before, a vision. She she's, uh, she comes striding out of the trees in a safari cloth draped tri- white tricorn hat uh, over a white duster with a white cape. Oh, and there's also a whole white outfit on the inside as well. Oh, yeah. And this is right after they discuss how the Dampton worm is famously a white worm, so obviously this movie is not pulling any punches. No. Yeah. And and she's just like, oh, Constable Ernie, what are you doing trespassing about my grounds?
0: Oh, I, I think I got stung by a snake. And you're like, oh, snakes don't sting, they bite.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> also, here, let me sensuously suck the poison
1: out of your leg. And notably not spit it anywhere, because I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> Uh no, of course she swallows. Yeah, absolutely. And and she brings him. She brings him in. Uh, basically, he's like people wandering around here. Well, uh, why the devil would they ever do that? And and he's like, well, maybe they thought your house was abandoned. And she's like, well, obviously, I'm I'm only here in the summer. It's like I hibernate the rest of the year. Do you get it, audience? Fucking snakes, though. <laughs> <laughs> and she's just vamping around the house with him and and uh, offering, uh, just plying him with brandy. Oh
0: yeah, and the house is still like covered in dust cloths and things like that. She only had- so she is vamping around this like haunted British manor and it is amazing. Yeah,
1: I can't even begin to describe to you how glorious this performance is and also the costuming surrounding it. And also whoever whoever directed this movie's got a real thing for garter belts. Oh yeah. There are so there's so much garter belt business.
0: Yeah, there are going to be a lot of scenes in this both real and imagined of ladies and ooh, we get lots of close focus on that garter and stocking combo
1: yeah they love that she does it in almost every scene she's in got her gets that i mean this is a woman who has her tits out for half the movie and nothing is as sensuous as all these times when she's like i need to sit on the edge of this chair time to expose the entirety of my left leg yep (laughs) How would you like my inner thought? I really like the part where she just waggles her leg out the side of a uh, door to try and attract someone. Like Bugs Bunny, you drag. (laughs) That moment is fantastic.
0: Oh, God. So, yes, she clears up. Oh, no. You know, it was just me driving in. I was the one in the car, and I was the one here. And the reason you saw, like, someone looking like there were lights in here like someone was breaking in is because i just can't get the damn breakers
1: to work Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but well, perhaps you could take a look and and so on because she's uh i don't want to i mean i don't know how we're doing with spoilers or whatever oh who gives a shit yeah she's turned him into one of her thralls already <laughs> it's just that he doesn't know it yet i mean i don't think yet you think she bites him later? Because I, yes, I feel cause like he has a bite on his arm later. Oh, okay. I think this just, is the regular I snake I think she just she's shot got. poison in when she pretend, was pretending to suck out snake snakebite uh, earlier in the movie, or uh, in, in this scene. That, that I just kind of went, "Oh, okay." So any excuse to get your mouth on him, I get it. Well, I mean, also yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got a thing for old policemen straight out of casting. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I mean, she is very much just like. I am the sex vampire. She's
1: a, yeah, the sex vampire dragon snake angel. I love it. <laughs> I can't get it. She is great. The rest of this movie is boring as hell. She's great. But this also sets up
0: that uh, the police officer lets her know that old Angus had found a weird skull. and
1: mm, yes. Oh,
0: yes. So she'll have to pay them a visit.
1: Yeah. Uh, and I don't even remember if if we just cut right to that or if there's other business. Pretty much,
0: because in the next morning, uh, Angus and Mary have gone with the police and everyone to go on the search Mm -hmm. for the caverns.
1: Oh, that's right, Uh, so she stops by. And and James
0: and Eve haven't come back from, uh, the Dampton
1: house mm, and yet it is entirely chased we find out when they eventually do return that she has merely kept him up dancing every uh, all the way through the evening
0: yes and not even a euphemism
1: mm-hmm. no there was no politics of dancing here just regular dancing
0: <laughs> oh but there were the politics of
1: mm, feeling good <laughs> about dancing
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, so we get <laughs> We get Lady Sylvia Marsh going through the house, goes through everything, finds the skull, and is like, ah, yes, great. This is what I wanted. And then finds a crucifix on the wall and (laughs) snakes out, has giant fangs, snake eyes, and spits venom on the crucifix. Note that this isn't, like, acidic. It doesn't melt it. It doesn't harm it in any way. She's just like... Fuck you Crucifix. Yeah.
1: <laughs> she just blasts a little a little green spit at it cuz she's she's pissed about Crucifix.
0: Yeah, she just hawks a venom
1: luggy on <laughs> this Crucifix and is like, "All right, good enough. I'm and out." And vamps away.
0: <laughs> and off I go in the most fabulous vehicle in town. <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, she's driving a. Go- I mean, it's probably not the most fabulous vehicle in town because she's really up against Young Dampton for that. Oh, Young Dampton, because he's driving some kind of ancient Rolls Royce that's in perfect condition, where she has like a Porsche. Yeah, and I mean, I'm sure I have both of those car manufacturers wrong. Yes, uh, I'm sure. I, but I would never be able to tell, though. Yeah. So I'll just
0: agree with whatever I'm you willing say. to
1: confidently say wrong things. That's what I bring to the show.
0: That's that is exactly what I have you here for. Huh. <laughs>
1: I think the sun is a bird. <laughs> <laughs> Whose son? Could be. Coos, coos. Cusco. The poison, the poison for Cusco. <laughs> Kuzco. Cousco's poison. The poison specifically to kill Cusco. <laughs> that poison. <laughs> okay, so uh where were we? So she vamps around the house and after she, immediately after she makes her her exit, uh up comes the young lord Dampton and his bo- his date for the evening, uh Eve. Yes. And Eve he goes inside, but uh
0: Dampton is like, oh, I'm going to go take some pictures of this dig site that
1: Angus has been doing, because I want to see what he's been doing to my grounds. Yeah, he just thinks the whole thing is adorable. He's like, ah, I don't care, because there's a point where uh, Angus reve- or, uh, reveals that he's digging during the party, and and uh, Dampton's like, oh, so you've been big- digging up my land, have you? And Angus is like, ugh. To which she responds, by all means, go ahead. I certainly don't give a shit. Oh, fuck it. Who cares? Uh, I couldn't care less. You see, I'm Hugh Grant. <laughs> I mean to plow every woman here. No, if anyone's got a vagina, I'll be in it. If that's I'm what, really in the thick of it. That's what I'll be plowing. So you have my leave to plow the fields. <laughs> You're some sort of peasant, right? You're Scottish. <laughs> uh, so the two of them have a brief conversation just to establish that they did not have sex last night. Don't you think they did? And, and uh, then Eve discovers the watch still sitting there on the kitchen table. It's like, my God, it's my father's watch. I must've missed something very important. That must be out searching for him. Now I feel awful. I'm going to go upstairs and have a sleep. Oh yeah. Cause and there is a letter there that's mm-hmm. like, Hey, we went to go yeah. to this cavern. She's like,
0: well, we can't go now mm-hmm. cuz they've already been gone for long enough. We wouldn't really catch up with them. There's no point in doing it. Yeah. So.
1: so, she heads upstairs to have a sleep, but she sees the spit cross and she's like, "What the hell? What's this green crap on my cross?" and touches it and holy shit. And <laughs> this it, is if you aren't paying attention to the movie for a split second at this moment, you are going to be like, "Wait, what the fuck did I what did Oh, the movie itself just trips balls
0: cuz you're like, "Ah, yes, we're having a nice time." As everyone is in the countryside, oh, oh me! I seem to have missed my sister. I'll have a lie down. Why don't you put mm. the kettle on? And then touches the green stuff, and it's like insets, peppermints, dibble
1: doo Yeah, it switches directly into psychedelia uh, as Jesus Christ being wrapped by a
0: giant white worm.
1: Yeah, it, it's specifically the crucifixion at Golgotha. There's Roman soldiers there. Uh, this, well, not- this is what I assume is actually the sack of the convent that mm. was supposed to be...
0: Because the site that this B&B is at used to be an old convent. Yes. Yeah. And the Romans destroyed it. And so I think what we're seeing is basically like... Just two things happen.
1: It's a juxtaposition
0: of yeah, different like, events. Yeah, like here's a, a crucifixion scene with the snake around it. And then like, there's all these Romans raping nuns.
1: Yeah, there's, there's all these, un- these nun extras here who are like, ah, they're being... Raped by evil Romans while Jesus is going and yelling, get out of here. And, and, uh, there's a giant puppet snake wrapped around him. Just going, ah, clack, (laughs) clack, clack, clack with its, with its big puppety mouth. And then in the background of the scene, it's just psychedelia fire on the, on the sky, which has been used to kind of green screen in most of Sylvia Marsh's face. Yes. Huge chunks of her face are just fire. Yes.
0: Because they
1: did. An amazing thing here, where they're like, "Oh, we're gonna do
0: some of your makeup in green, mm-hmm. so that when we put you on the green screen, it's
1: just like instead of having green makeup, you have fire makeup." And yeah. I'm like, "This is great!" And her, it's just that it looks like she's just sort of a floating most of a face. It's 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 hilarious, and she again has the giant snake teeth in the eyes, and she's just hanging out in the background of the shot, going, <laughs> "Screw you, Jesus!" <laughs> <laughs> I think this might be the first time we hear the name of the of the god, too. It's like Danny or something like that. <laughs>
0: yes, it's da- Danny.
1: Don Donyan D Danai- Dan- Dan- Dano. It's something like that. It, it's uh it, but yeah, it's just the snake from the the Garden of Eden. Yeah. Uh <laughs> but it's all huge and white and evil and penisy. <laughs> so penisy. It's a little penisy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> kind of penisy.
1: A lot of this movie is very penisy.
0: Uh we get a wonderful scene where uh, Sylvia, <laughs> sed- like, just full on seduces and, uh, gets a young
1: I think boy scout kind of thing. kind Because he's equivalent. going to the
0: local hostel. Yeah, but he's dressed hostile. like
1: a full on scout. I'm sure there's a thing that that is in Great Britain when, like, a lad of a certain age must don his outdoorsy cap and, and hitchhike to a hostel. I'm sure we're going to insult a bunch of people by not knowing exactly what sort of pilgrimage this lad is on. Yeah, he's he's on British walkabout or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's on Rumspringa, but but British. <laughs> so way more tame. Mm, yes, Rumspringa.
0: I'll have a bit of sugar in my tea, thank you. Mm. <laughs> I'm sowing my wild
1: oats. You must go out and find your spot of bother.
0: <laughs> and
1: he tries to hitchhike with Dampton, who just drives past him and is like fuck you buddy well Dampton's going the wrong way Dampton turns before he even gets to him but then he tries on just walking up and knocking on the apparently unmoving and parked in the rain sylvia's car yep and sylvia's like ah yes get in we shall have or i shall have dinner with you of you
0: i will have you for dinner
1: <laughs> uh, oh i assure you everyone will be fully satisfied <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh yeah and we get a full ridiculous outfit of her in the car, which then immediately switches to her in, like, black lingerie with a full gauzy uh, black, like, I'm going to be ready for my close-up Mr. DeMille-type coat.
1: Yeah, like, the outfit she's wearing here, if it's not the inspiration for the True Lies dance scene, I don't know what is. Because <laughs> she's in, like, that that uh, angular 80s underwear, that and... and Man, is she ever just, whatever, just splaying it, just like, yeah, whatever, I'm probably gonna fuck you later, kid. And the kid's just like, what? I don't understand what that means. Cole, you've got some nice music.
0: (laughs) I love that they are playing Snakes and Ladders, Mm -hmm. because that's the kind of thing that you're like, ah, yes, clearly, in order to seduce this, like probably 18 or 19 year old, you should get
1: out the snakes and ladders. Definitely go get into your underwear and then just lounge around on the floor with him. And he'll be like, I don't understand what's going on. Do you have a board game we could play? All I have
0: is snakes and ladders.
1: Okay. My favorite part is just when she asks him if he has any oral aptitude. And he's like, oh, I can play the mouth harp.
0: (laughs) He has a harmonica that he plays, which is our first moment of seeing that, oh, these snake people, uh, if you play music for them, they can't help themselves but dance. Yeah, as
1: long as it's very specific snake-charmy music, which is what it turns out he happens to play. So she just starts kind of doing this hilarious dance, and, and it's she's way into it. She's doing like a belly dance sort of thing, but at the moment he stops, she walks over and snatches it out of his hand and is like, I can't be dancing every time you play this ridiculous <laughs> That's thing. That's
0: enough of that. <laughs> uh, and <laughs> takes him to go have a bath, and then... <laughs> has an entire thing where she's like, scrubbing him down. He's like, oh yeah, you've, you're like my mom. And she's like, I remind you of your mom. Jesus. (laughs) If I wasn't planning on murdering you through sex, I would have no idea how you could ever get laid. You're the worst.
1: You're just such a knob. It's ridiculous.
0: Speaking of your knob, why don't you stand up for me, please? Yeah,
1: and then she kind of bends over. We get, we see him do the dumb cross-eyes look on his face that movie shorthand for a blowjob occurs. And then
0: <laughs> gets <laughs> and she, bit.
1: And he, he, he sits down quietly in the water, and she's like, yes, you're quite paralyzed of body and mind. Oh, you get the pleasure of being given up as
0: a sacrifice to... The great snake god, who was driven out of Eden
1: by the false god. Mm, Yes, and and of course, uh, I assume you're a virgin because, for God's sake, because how couldn't you be? <laughs> Look at you, honey. <laughs> this, is re- this is this re- is, and obviously, as we all understand, oral doesn't count at all. <laughs> also, Jesus,
0: I've been walking around here like this, and you haven't even mentioned me. Ugh. <laughs> I have platform stilettos on. For the love of God. <laughs> I've been
1: displaying my edibles for hours. <laughs> I've got brownies and cookies. What is wrong with you, boy? And he's just, uh, are you gay? And he's like, oh gosh, no. I'm simply uh, extraordinarily befuddled. I'm just so British. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yes. Hang about. Have you any beans on toast? <laughs> Hang on a tick. I, I des- my boy,
0: I desire to fuck you. <laughs> You What now? Nah? <laughs> Swear me, mom. <laughs> you go vote for Brexit then? <laughs> oh, I get it. <laughs> anyway, that is when there's a knock on the door and she's like, oh, god damn it. I knew I should have turned the lights off before I started doing this murder thing. Well, I will push you down into the water with my stiletto platform black shoe. Be like, oh, It's for the best,
1: dear. I I love that, that she's just like, well, I probably can't keep people out of my private sex bathroom, so I'm just going to drown this guy rather than using him as a useful sacrifice. Fuck it.
0: Oh, yeah. It's like, (laughs) ah, fine. I'll put your paralyzed ass underwater. You will drown to death. But that way, at least if anyone comes in here, the fact that this giant, like, jacuzzi bathtub I have is
1: full of bubbles so you won't be able to see the dead person here and if they do i'll just be like oh dear a boy scout has broken in and drowned in my tub (laughs) they do that you know (laughs) like
0: birds through a window and moths to a flame i just can't seem to stop getting these boy scouts in my
1: tub like sands through the hourglass so are these boys in my tub (laughs) these are the scouts of my tub (laughs) and but it's it's uh it's young lord Dampton. Here to pay a visit, has having heard that she's back in t- that he's that she's in town, and finds it unusual that he hasn't met the other person with a mansion in the city.
0: <laughs> yeah, hey, you're the other person that has
1: a house that has a name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because <laughs> she lives in Temple House and he lives in Dampton House. Yeah, I mean, technically, the sisters live in Mercy in Mercy House as well. Yeah, but I come on, named houses. Everything, everyone's got a ha- every name has a house. Wait, other way, strike it, reverse it. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> uh, but yes and this is where we get a point
0: where we're like oh damton's just kind of a piece of shit because he's immediately like hey baby you want to get down and dirty i wasn't able to fuck the uh eve so uh you but look I mean, like you're ready to go
1: i've had to look around your house and i've realized what i have gonna look around your exposed vagina and <laughs> thank goodness i'm not some sort of gormless boy scout because uh i can recognize the scent in the air in here
0: <laughs> so uh why you got two glasses of brandy and snakes and ladders out. She's like, oh, I was just playing myself. And also i have double
1: fisting it, I, sk- I suppose. Would you like to be double fisting it, if you know what I mean? I've become so drunk through double fisting that I've decided to challenge myself to a ge- I've been playing with myself. And also I got chutes and ladders out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you see, I'm terribly afraid
0: of snakes. And that's why I play the game. I'm so terribly drawn to them.
1: I'm not afraid of spiders. <laughs> Uh, And she challenges him to a game, but he's like, "Mm, perhaps another time. Also, perhaps sex another time. Good day.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'll give you some kisses and then go on my way. Mm -hmm. No time for sex right now. Dr. Jones. I've got to be off. (laughs) I'll give you a right good rogering on the morrow.
1: (laughs) And he leaves with those digits.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. The... We get another... Weird psychedelic thing here mm-hmm. as Dampton goes to bed and has a
1: dream of him oh that dream takes forever and is oh uh, it just felt like an old british music video he he has
0: a painting on a wall which is the slaying of the dampton worm mm-hmm. and it's coming out of a cave and so he envisions himself going into the cave and then he's
1: like wandering around and He's in his RAF uniform. He walks on board of an airliner, takes a seat inside. Uh, ins- we get that sort of like sexy stewardess type thing where Eve, Mary and Sylvia are all in like stewardess outfits and, you know, the stocking and garter thing on display. Yeah, because two of them get in a wrestle fa- fight and it's just like it, 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 he he's still tied to a chair and he's pruriently trying to be like, hmm, I wonder if I might see any awe so fanny. And as... This, of course, is the Fellini of absolute garbage
0: movies. He was d- doing a connect the dots <laughs> with a red pen. And when the sexy lady fight happens, he has the pen
1: in his lap and begins to raise it up mm, like a bonier. <laughs> There's a few other people in the in the uh, room as well. They're all tied to chairs and Sylvia is wandering around feeding them poison. Yeah, because uh, it's, it's the mother and the father. Yes, yeah. And at the very end, the father springs to life and snaps up for, in, in his seat, and it looks for a hot second like he's about to say something, but instead, he they just cut back to Dampton well, getting yeah, he up. Just,
0: he looks at his watch and like walks out.
1: Yeah, and then Dampton sees Lady Sylvia's leg being dead. I mentioned this earlier when she's just like using her leg like a, a man fishing line. Out the window or at the door just lee, be- 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 look at my beautiful leg and he follows it out yeah and also my uh, my honky my uh honky talk music just scared my the crap my just scared the crap out of my poor new cat
0: oh no he do sleepy go back to sleep little little curry oh uh but yeah there's a whole psychedelic thing here because then she turns into a snake lady again and there's mm-hmm. just a bunch of nonsense
1: but when he wakes up. He's like, oh, by Jove, I think I've got it. Mm-hmm. He wakes up and he's like, dash it all. E-E-E- Evans or whatever my butler's name is. You've robbed me of my dream. I was still right in the thick of it. <laughs> oh, very well, my lord. Probably for the best, eh? Uh, oh, right. Yeah. But oh, he eventually it, re- he remembers most of the dream eventually. And it's
0: the inspiration where he's like, oh, I know now. Okay. Uh I now have a thing where I want to go back to the cave. I'm going to bring everybody with me. And this time I'm like, "Hey, I'm going to go ahead and and figure that this worm actually exists and still exists and that
1: uh that is probably what got your parents." Mhm. Yeah, and he's like, "But or Angus who's finally returned to the gl- movie gloriously is like, "But what but wasn't the worm sliced in half by a father's broadsword? And he's like, well, no, it was, first of all, it was like my great 13, 16 times grandfather who did it. And also, what happens when you slice a worm in half, eh? Hmm? Mm. <laughs> the, the last conversation you and I had was about how it wasn't a worm, but a worm. <laughs> uh The. <laughs> and but he's the... like, oh, was there any
0: excrement found near the watch when they found it? Because maybe it just shat the watch
1: out. <laughs> Yeah, and of course the answer is that no, it was not was found at the headwaters of a little crack in the rock that water flows through on a regular basis. So even if there was any worm poop on the watch, it would have been washed away as the worm got squished out the hole. And also, there's no way a
0: giant man-eating worm could fit through this tiny little crack in a wall.
1: It's a great time for the two of them to have one of them dinner plate conversations uh, that make most, the most sense in a detective TV show. Well, they're just sta- they're just sitting there eliminating chunks of evidence until they arrive at a central thesis.
0: And of course they also find some cave paintings of <laughs> just a woman with huge tits and a giant dick. That's right. Mm-hmm. Which we do find out later is part of the ceremony of this snake cult is they have like
1: a murder strap on. Yeah, they've got a they've got a kill phallus like from 7. And it's just like a giant pointy dick and they use it to stab you to death yeah there's also a scene where in, in a bit of a uh, erotic foreshadowing uh, uh lady sylvia goes down on her own giant phallus kill we- kill weapon while hanging out naked in a modern tanning bed i mean i got i gotta give this lady so many props for this ridiculous performance
0: oh yeah well this is when she kidnaps eve yes we get that because mm-hmm. not only can she turn people into her thralls by biting them because she's also a vampire in addition to a snake lady. Mm-hmm. She's a snake pyre. Uh, she can just hypnotize you? Yes. Because
1: Eve finds her <laughs> up a tree. That's right. Eve's walking. Because uh, everyone else is like, well, we want to stay in the cave and explore. And Eve's like, I've had enough of this. You guys tittering over drawings of transvestites on the walls. I shall have no more. And I wish to go home and prepare tea for the per- for the uh, the petitioners who are staying with us. Yes, the petitioners. I forget what you got. Uh, tra- how... People who are staying with us. There's a special word for that. Yes. I don't know. Yeah, good. It's uh, good. guests. Our guests. Our guests. That's fine. I'm sure that's not the word I wanted, but I'll take it. It's not British enough, but I'll have it. And as she walks home, there's Sylvia in a ludicrous red leather jumpsuit in a tree with the best sunglasses in the world. And she's just like, oh, hello, Eve. I believe I found myself up a tree. You see, I climbed up here after a kitten, but now it's gone and I can't get down. If you could just take my hand and steady me. And then as soon
0: as she takes her hand, she just sort of, like, gets down immediately because obviously there was no problem, but just hypnotizes her and is like, great, come with me. You're quite tired. Stay at Temple House. It's time for you to get naked and come over to here while I'm naked in a tanning bed. And I start licking a weird murder phallus and (laughs) telling you to call your family and tell your sister you're going to London because you just... You've had enough, and you can't stand it.
1: Also, it happens off screen, thankfully, but we get a virgin check here, which is kind of kind of unpleasant with the big phallus thing. She just kind of reaches off. Oh, screen you have it, been a good girl. Oh, you. you oh, very well.
0: Okay. Mm. Oh, you'll make a wonderful sacrifice. Yes,
1: and then she uh, she calls her own sister under the thrall of Sylvia and is like, "I have decided to go to London. I can no longer take the strain of it all. I will be on vacation." Uh, please tell the boys to visit me in London. <laughs>
0: uh, but then she looks at her ring, which has a crucifix on it, and it snaps her out because she sees the one true God, and she's like, oh no! And instead of saying, oh shit, I've been kidnapped at Temple House, she says the name of the worm god. Yeah,
1: Danian or whatever it is. Oh, Yeah, Danimal. Danimal, it's... It, yeah... <laughs> Paul Bunyan Donahue <laughs> Donahue, save me from Donahue huh? uh but but yeah, she just says the name of the worm a couple of times before uh Sylvia straight up lunges at her,
0: yeah, and hangs up the phone, gets her, and it's like, all right, great, let's do
1: anything else, and it's time for some ludicrous plans. I love that without having seen
0: the scene that we have yeah, where the, the Boy kid Scout with the scene. harmonica yeah. manages to like briefly entrance Sylvia on his own, Dampton is like, Oh, I'm I, I'm looking through my father's records and I know he had something from oh the the snake charming areas of the world. You know, some sort of India or it, Africa. Or it something. was the
1: Turks, I think.
0: <laughs> well that's nobody's business but theirs. <laughs> and and we also get Peter's the butler comes in and is like, I've put your speakers on
1: this the
0: roof as you've asked, my lord, anything else.
1: And then he's like, yes, can you help me find this record? My father said it could charm the pants off a beast himself. And Peter's gets a faraway look in his eye. Oh, yeah. It's the horniest you're ever going to see this old butler, man. He's like, aye, aye, it can charm the pants off a lot of things. There's,
0: oh, when he got this record, it was... Uh, a belly dancer that uh, was playing it and, oh, I can tell you it was quite entrancing. I believe it was uh, entrancing a King Cobra. <laughs> Is there anything else, sir? Yes, I need you to uh open the front door and lock all the maids in their rooms. Open the door and lock the maids
1: in. Very well, sir. Yeah, he's all excited about that, too. Oh my. Like, he's just gonna have a fun day. <laughs> he's just
0: he's like, oh, my lord has gone absolutely crackers.
1: Fabulous. I love it. Shall I run a virgin bath for you, sir? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> so while he's doing that, uh, Angus has a plan to acquire snake anti-venom uh, from the local hospital. And, and uh, he is going to raid the house itself once Stampton <laughs> once is playing extremely loud snake jar music. Yeah, because he's like, oh, this is how we're going to do it. I'm gonna play ridiculously loud snake charm
0: music that will get Sylvie out of the house. And once Sylvie is out of the house, then you can go into the house and find whatever the fuck
1: you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and of course, I, I my plan is to I don't want any of the maids to get killed or anything. So I need, but I do need her come into the house. And I will probably distract her or kill her as my ancestor did, obviously. Obviously, giving you the chance to get the, get into the house and do your business. And let me say, it immediately works, because the moment they start up the music, we cut to Sylvie just doing pretty much the weird... She comes out
0: of a human-sized snake basket.
1: Yes, she's in a human-sized snake basket, which is a a lovely coincidence for this. And John, have you ever seen the Dire Straits Romeo and Juliet video? Yes. That's the walk she's doing. Yes. She does the exact Dire Straits Romeo and Juliet walk out of the building, just sort of a weird, stilted sex dance. But for some reason,
0: this doesn't get... The other snake vampire that is in this house, which is, uh, the mother is here. Yes. And so, you know, when Eve comes around and sees like, Oh, mom, it's you. And then, of course, she gets all snake fanged and lunged, Yeah. Bites her and then fucks off because, uh, Angus takes a <laughs> log from the fire and is like brandished near you. And she's like, Fuck this. <sighs>
1: And I don't want to. I don't want to set aside. I think it might be a. It's not necessarily a later scene, but there is a scene where where uh, he lures that vampire snake mom around outside the house by playing bagpipes. Or is that no? That's is just different. Ernie. Is it just that's Ernie? Ernie? Okay. Yeah. No. In this, he then
0: goes and sucks the venom out of the wound mm-hmm. from uh, Eve, but then spits it into a like little brandy glass.
1: Okay, so that's what he, that's where he gets the anti venom. Yeah, because I I just I had skipped ahead a scene. Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, and of course, instead of, Dampton having to face Sylvia, for some reason, even though Sylvia is the one who left and had been gone for a while, and the mother like had to bite and then flee from Angus and Mary, she's the one who then shows up and gets cut in half by Dampton, and is just sitting there with... Her legs uh, flapping
1: and her front still going. I can't get enough of the scene where Dampton attacks her when she's flying through the air because he has a big old fucking claymore of a sword. Oh yeah, he has she- the
0: cl- the old sword of his ancestor, swings it, cuts her in half, and then falls into a drum set. Yes, he,
1: he keeps spinning because he doesn't realize how heavy the sword is and it takes him around another full rotation and then he trips and falls into a drum kit.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's Hugh Grant
1: with a claymore. He... that may not have even been in the script i just love that that's this movie's heroic moment is him just be like oh gosh oh no a drum kit (laughs) no that drum kit belonged to Dexie's midnight runners i'll never hear the end of this
0: and uh he of course then looks out and is like oh
1: poor peters he's been dead oh yeah he had his neck snapped on the floor and we also get a great shot here of uh the, the cut in half mom just writhing in two pieces on the floor still. Yes. She even gets a hold of him, and that, that's the end of the scene. She gets him around the ankle and she's like ah with her hands, and then he he looks down. And he's like oh my, and then cut. And I'm like wait what? I want to see the rest of that. Yeah, he does. She doesn't bite him or anything because th- he's not the shock reveal at the end of the movie. No,
0: no. Uh, I mean we've been
1: talking for a while, but oh I didn't have an idea of that.
0: No. Uh the <laughs> the end of this movie. As Jeff had mentioned, basically revolves around Peter Capaldi playing the bagpipes and a Johnny Vegas looking motherfucker, Ernie, mm-hmm. chasing him around
1: with fangs out and <laughs> snake eyes. <laughs> oh, that's see, as he bagpipes at him. And Capaldi, it's not enough for him to have put on the bat uh, to have brought out the pipes. He gets out his kilt and sparring and everything. Oh yeah, he's like, well, if I'm gonna do the pipes, I gotta go. The whole thing. I mean, I understand maybe his, his kilt has that rig that you stick the bagpipe in the, the one, the bottom support stick of the bagpipe into or something, but it's just hilarious that he's like, well, I, if I'm coming out, I got to display the tartan. <laughs> We're doing this. And yeah, it's just this poor old dude playing a police chief with three inch long snake teeth awkwardly lurching around after a bagpiper and going like, ah, then kind of falling away back again and then coming in, ah, some more. And then he
0: gets, Killed by falling into a snake
1: shaped sundial mm-hmm. that stabs through his head and out of his eye. He pokes one of his eyes off and it sticks on the sundial. It's a great little Italian horror moment.
0: And then <laughs> when Capaldi goes back into Temple House, mm-hmm.
1: he unleashes a mongoose. <laughs> That's right. He has a one of my favorite things about the end of this movie is that he clearly has a go-go gadget kilt because he just keeps pulling shit out of it, including a full-on live mongoose. And I don't know, like, okay, yeah, sure, we have like oh, mongoose and snakes—they
0: don't get along. Okay, yeah, but this isn't a snake. This is a snake vampire full-grown woman.
1: I mean, I what do th- you think this marmot is going to do? I mean, I don't think he expected the mongoose to survive the encounter. I think he was expecting it to find the encounter. And boy did it as in, it- in the best shot of the film. <laughs> by and I'm counting the couple of hilarious psychedelic scenes as well. The best shot of this film by a country mile, please. Oh, are you talking about the
0: fully blue body painted and makeup topless head dress snake eyes fang out complete weird fucking look
1: jump scare yes. that is <laughs> <laughs> the lady marsh lady marsh now dressed as a member of the blue man snake or the blue snake group and yeah she has like a 1920s flapper hat on for some reason i amazing. assume they think it looks egyptian or something we've also by the way established at this point that she's 2,000 years old at the very least and dated the rebel emperor something something right around the time of the death of jesus the one emperor that no one has any statues of she does because she used to get down and dirty with him
0: yeah because this was the roman emperor that was like fuck christianity you know what i'm saying i'm into snakes i
1: like that snake shit i mean i, I don't blame him because he had this lady yeah around. If she was like i'm into snakes i'd be like fuck yeah me too whatever Yeah, snakes i get it i absolutely i'll play snakes and ladders with you i am not i mean I, yeah i was a boy scout but come on <laughs> do the true lies dance <laughs>
0: i'll get my harmonica out. <laughs>
1: Uh, but yeah, she the, the shot is unbelievable. The, the mongoose di- dips behind a, a set of hanging curtains that make up kind of a doorway. Capaldi goes over there, pokes at the curtains, and right as he opens them, a dead mongoose flies out, beans him in the face, and knocks him to his knees. <laughs> and then we spin back around dramatically as Sylvia, naked except for a tiny little prosthetic uh, vagina covering uh, and blue body paint... Uh, has her feet held together so as not to show any any accidental bush and still has to leap at him. So she goes all Chinese hopping vampire and just goes, yeah, <laughs> the shot is
0: unbelievable, bites him in the leg and is like, ah, yes, you'll be coming with me and drags him down to the underground
1: sex dungeon and sacrificial altar and let's not forget that in addition to having a mongoose down his kilt he also had a a uh injector full of snake anti-venin yes that he was that he, he injected himself with before this. before the bite yes and even though she gets him in the knee which seems like it would really suck <laughs> uh, yeah he's hit himself up with some snake anti-venin uh again keeping all that sh- i guess in that little pouch on the front the, i think that's the sparin. Uh, Probably the mongoose. I mean, otherwise, where's he keeping it? You don't wear underwear under those things. Everyone knows that. Yeah. (laughs) What you do is wear pouches. You wear pouches. Lots and lots of pouches. Mongoose pouches. Yeah. anti venom pouches. You know, ball pouches for where you want to make your package look good. Ball pouches. Ball pouches. Yeah, but she drags him down to like a ridiculous stone temple set that's just great. Oh, yeah. And there's
0: Eve in her underwear, tied up next to a pit and this is where we we finally get to see the titular layer of the white worm and the white worm itself
1: (laughs) it's also very titular (laughs) not Uh, the worm uh sylvia throughout the entirety of this scene yes uh and, and also mary is here she's been captured as well and is chained to a wall
0: yeah and we get to cut over to Dampton, who has gone back into the caves with a bunch of toxic gas that he's like we're gonna put this into the crack in the wall and try to smoke the snake either out or poison it to death
1: yeah and all the boys he's brought with him are like i don't know wh- what are we doing i don't want to do this and he's like Ah, uh, there's quid in it for you uh we'll all have a pint at the local you know mm, on me plus i'll give each of you half a crown <laughs> i'll give each of you one hot cross bun <laughs> you there minor what day is it <laughs> Why like it is Saint Swivin's Day? <laughs> ah, then a smoked kipper for each of you, and a scuffed kipper as well. <laughs> You're too kind, me lord. <laughs> Half a kipper for him.
0: <laughs> uh but yes, then we get our final showdown. <laughs>
1: where Sylvia is now manages... wearing that strap on. And, oh my god! Oh yeah,
0: she's got the murder strap on. And is like, well, time to get you all fucked to death. But then Mm -hmm. the worm starts coming up because the gas has been going into the crack. And she's like, well, no time for, you know, propriety or anything. (laughs) I
1: guess we can't do our little ceremony. In you go. And she starts uh, sawing away at all the ropes that are holding uh, Eve in place so that Eve can finally be fed to that damn snake that betrayed her by teaching her apple stuff so many years ago.
0: And... (laughs) Ah, <sighs> Capaldi wakes up and runs over, pushes <laughs> Sylvia into the hole who grabs Eve and he has to saw
1: her arm off yeah, or at the wrist. Yeah, he saws her hand off at the wrist. She's screaming, the worm is down there snap snap snapping away and looking just awful. Oh, it's it's so, so it's so cute. Oh, uh, it looks like a muppet and and, and it's it's the best. And eventually saws her hand clean off, mm-hmm. and both the hand and her fall into the awaiting mouth of the Worm. Yeah, which chomps down on her. She vanishes, and then it cuts right back to because it goes happens off screen. They can't afford to have this puppet fa- swallow a human. No. Um, and, and then it starts coming back up. So he cuts the re- or uh, Eve loose and gets her clear, and she, he runs back with her to the other two, and he's like, "You two, run away from here. I have business with the Worm," and he has. A grenade in his kilt. Everything's in his kilt. You, I, I wouldn't have wanted to keep the, uh you know, the, the anti-venon and the mongoose and the grenade at the same place at the same time. Uh at least, Certainly wouldn't want to have to cross a river with the three of them in a boat that can only carry two of them. Wow. I mean, which one do you take across? Obviously, you take the mongoose and you leave. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Uh, but he's just, he finally looks down the hole, which I guess he had just not done prior to this moment, but he has a look down the hole and he goes, Oh dear God, (laughs) look at that shite. Oh, you're an ugly one. (laughs) And (laughs) throws a grenade down there and then fucks off. Mm hmm. And then it blows up, and we cut the Damton, looking off into the distance from the, the cave he's at. Excuse me, peasant, where would you say that smoke is coming from? Hmm, somewhere over your lands, me lud. Somewhere near Temple House, I'd say? Oh, very good. Hmm, yes. Temple Houses. I'll, I'll agree with you for another scuffed kipper. <laughs> Oh, you drive a hard barking peasant, but
0: very well. Scuffed kippers for everyone. Oh, I'm feeling particularly generous. <laughs> you've caught me on a good day. Otherwise, I would have had you hanged by your feet.
1: Come by my house later. You've, you've got a look about you that I love. Mm, yes, and if uh, that smoke is to be believed, I've lost one of my, how do the Americans put it, booty calls. <laughs> <sighs> you'll, you'll do. And Clean is- the scupper off your mouth.
0: This isn't even the end of it because, of course, at the very end we have—you need a shock reveal. Dampton and Angus get back to the house and they're like, "Okay, both of the girls are over at uh, they've gone to hospital because mm-hmm. in case you know there's any lingering shock or whatever, uh, we're gonna go here and then head back over to them just to make sure." And the phone rings. He's like, "Oh, I'll go get it," says Angus because maybe it's the hospital or the girls. Yes. And it is the hospital, but not the hospital that he's thinking of. Nope. It instead, <laughs> yes, and is wherever he managed to get some anti venom off screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're like, "Oh, hi! Just wanted to call you. wanted to let you know uh, we actually didn't give you any anti venom. We gave you anti arthritis. It's a bit
1: of a silly mix up. It is. Oh, it's quite the pickle, and we're really in the thick of it over here. Luckily for you, there's no way did we have any snake bites this time of year, eh? I mean, I, in his I mean, macy didn't be like why would i order snake venom <laughs> you're daft
0: wee stupid but instead he just gets a haunted look as he looks in the mirror and he's like oh shit i'm quite bit i'm gonna be a snake vampire of course at this point i'm like yeah but both the cult lady and the snake mm-hmm. are gone So what is your deal here? Because you're not a real vampire that's like, oh, I need to
1: drink blood. Now you're just some snake guy. I also love that he immediately resolves to keep it a secret because he just marches back outside and grimly gets in the car. Well, yeah. And then, of course, there's the,
0: oh, well, Angus, how about before we see the girls, we go have a bite? And he's like, yes, Mm, that would be acceptable. And grins. And you're like, oh, he's going to bite him. And I, for some reason, I guess but not near poncy British food. I want a fried King's rib. I want a fried Mars bear. <laughs> and a deep fried pizza. Pour whiskey over that. <laughs> and that's whiskey without an E. If it's but, got an E,
1: it's Irish. King's rib, by the way, is a real Scottish thing as well. And it is a fried delicacy that is truly nasty. <laughs> so that was a deep cut for our Scottish listeners.
0: Pretty much just oh, for the Oh, I one- think this entire thing yeah. has been a
1: pretty deep cut for our Scottish listeners. I mean, it's it's almost specifically for the ones from from what Glasgow, right? Like, I don't think the whole fry culture makes is all that prevalent in other cities. Oh, it's all the Scottish. Okay, sure. Well, Trust me, Edinburghers. Edinburghers, let me know, and also let me know what I call you guys. I don't feel like Edinburghers is right. Ah, <laughs> uh,
0: yes. Coming up next, they're really in the thick of it. It's the Edinburghers. <laughs>
1: Uh anyway, that's the end of the film. Thank you so much for joining us. Let's do. Also, I do want to re- mention one of my little bits here that I liked was when he, the, the, uh, ah, that would be acceptable about the, the thing. He then reaches down and pulls his kilt up because all of the the vampire women in this movie have had to show a bit of leg. And so he's like, look at this. And there's and my you know, bite. There's obviously a bite there, but it's still, I was half expecting to catch a garter belt. Ah. I was, I was really hoping <laughs>
0: Uh, All right, now, let's do our bests and worsts. Uh, Jeff, what's the best thing in this film for you?
1: Uh, man, it, it, it's all going to be Sylvia Marsh stuff. I'm like, do you want to take the costuming? It's either costuming or the performance of Sylvia Marsh, or uh, what's her name? Something. Donahue. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, Anne Donahue or something like that. She uh, is Amanda. Amanda Donahue, Donahue is fan- phenomenal. I'll take the outfits, especially that first one, the white outfit with the tri-corner hat. Oh, I mean, that, that is... That is insane. I'm, I'm, I'm going to steal that. An I'm going to steal that look for like all of my future role playing game characters. I'm huh? just going to get a screenshot of that and be like, "This, this, this, this is, is this is my character." Yeah, I don't uh, just her. <laughs> yes, she's a yuan t What do you? What else did you need to know? <laughs> uh. But yeah, all of her outfits are completely on fire. Uh, I, I can't get enough of them, especially every time the sunglasses are clearly custom built to match.
0: Oh yeah. It's and like they're they- all made to look
1: sort of snaky, and they've oh. got that like green and yellow mm-hmm. uh, tint to them. Oh, it's go- It's glorious. Uh, her performance is fantastic as well. But I know that if I take the outfits, so that's the other. I'm leaving the other chunk of the movie that's any good. Oh yeah, John, what's your favorite part?
0: Oh, it's her over the top performance. Yes, where everyone else is giving their most British performance, mm-hmm. and she is
1: like, "Fuck you! I will eat this entire scene. Mm-hmm. I will unhinge my jaw and stuff the egg that is this movie down in there. I." will be
0: the center of all attention forever. And I'm like, you got it. Any scene that you're not in, I'm like, all right, I'm looking at my phone. I'm playing some fucking, like, little game
1: on there. And then she shows up, and I'm like, all right, you have my attention. You've got multiple scenes in this movie of Hugh Grant and Peter Capaldi UKing at each other as hard as they can, and you're still like, God, where's Sylvia? Put Sylvia back on screen. I need more of that energy. (laughs) There's points in this movie where I'm like disappointed that she's naked because I'm like, come on, give me a cool outfit. I need more. Even then, serve me a look. She's naked, but the look is her entire body paint outfit. Oh, I, I meant the uh, the tanning bed scene. Oh, the, yeah. the one scene in the movie where she is truly just naked. Oh, it's such a shame. It is, because she could be doing... I mean, granted, she is also filleting a giant ox horn turned into a phallus monster. Huh. Uh, so, it, you know, it, it it still plays out fine. Uh, all right, worst thing in the movie. Uh, I mean, it's probably going to be all of the scenes that are boring that are, that happen. at The rest of the, the re- movie. It's not just the rest of it. The, the movie's got some charming moments to it. It's got some hilarious mistakes here and there that are, that are fun to watch. But yeah, just any scene where it's just, oh, we're all sat around the dinner table drinking tea and discussing how maybe someday we'd like to read the story of an ancestor. It's just boring. The movie's only propulsive when Sylvia's around.
0: Yeah, I mean, even when you start getting like, into the weird stuff of it. And you're like, oh yeah, Hugh Grant comes out and he's like, you know, I had to think and I think maybe, Mm -hmm. perhaps the worm is actually
1: real. Now, maybe it would be down here and survive by eating people. Act like you give a shit. I mean, I I kind of appreciate that he isn't. It's a weird choice and I I respect it. Yeah. (laughs) But just everyone's so British about everything. Yeah, everyone's all, all stiff upper lip about every little detail. He's just sort of charmingly happy to be here. Uh, but yeah, the scenes, every time they're just sat around a dinner table, wasting Sylvia time, that's my least favorite part of this movie. What about you?
0: Uh, I
1: kind of, I really sort of wanted more background on the whole snake vampire thing. <laughs> I'm pro- I'm fine with almost none. It's silly and it, it, it's just, you know, what's the backstory? I don't know. The Bible done. Eh, and
0: it's, it's just a weird thing for me. I want to know. More, but it's not. I wouldn't say it's the worst thing. Like honestly, the worst thing in this is almost assuredly just the boring scenes of nonsense. Mm-hmm. Uh, the <laughs> the bits of this that are unintentionally or maybe even intentionally funny are very amusing. But man, the rest of it is just so dry.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of dry. Like I, I mean. Ultimately, the biggest condemnation of this movie I can really sell is that it really feels like a bad BBC detective show half the time. And not like a modern one. It's not like Broadchurch or some shit. It's like, like like what we were saying earlier. It's like, ah, the vicar comes to Entwistle. It's 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 that kind of show. It, and then occasionally, it's insane Bacchanalia snake vampire lady. And you're like, what the fuck? Oh, awesome. Weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Anyway, what would you rate this movie
0: out of five...
1: Jeff, uh, the thing is, it's not a good movie, but that said, the the, the stylistic scenes in this are so much fucking fun that I'm going to go all the way up to a three and a half here. Oh, nice. Yeah, I think that's about right for this. It's it, And it's not like it overstays its welcome. It's not too long or anything. It's got your standard horror shock reveal where you're like Capaldi is a snake vampire. And then right back to that rad punk song about the Damton Worm. <laughs> and you're like, oh, they know how to go out. <laughs> so three and a half for me. What about you? Uh, I'll give it a three. Okay. Uh, I
0: definitely was distracted for a lot of this movie whenever it was, you know, just the boring stuff happening. I was like, uh, even in most... The bad movies we watch, I'll, I'll still give it my full attention, mm-hmm. but I found myself just sort
1: of wandering during this. <laughs> this is definitely a movie for if you have a different ge- screen for your computer and there is a cool card game on that screen. <laughs> I don't, though, so I had
0: to use my phone.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> I might have slayed a bit of the Spire. <laughs>
0: uh, but there you go. Six and a half out of ten. Definitely square in that cult classic range mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. of
1: Kind of bad, but also pretty good to watch. I mean, you could probably cut this movie down to the Sylvia scenes and just get all the looks and, and be on your way. Oh,
0: yeah. Uh, so there you go. Uh, we, of course, appreciate you listening. And if you want more of us describing to you our reactions to the best of media entertainment, mm. we've got TV mastery. We are about to do the finale of this season of tv mastery where we have been watching the littlest hobo Mm -hmm. we have a two-parter that we are discussing with returning guests alex and james Mm -hmm. are both coming back i am so excited we are gonna get deep into the weeds on the lore of this little hobo
1: oh goodness i i assume this episode might go a little long oh yes yeah
0: so If you want to check that out, and of course, all of the TV Mastery episodes we've done, plus all of our monthly Afterthought, and every other bonus content we do.
1: Are we also, I mean, I don't mean to interrupt your spiel, I apologize. Are we also going to announce the uh, next? We will
0: announce the next at the end of this.
1: Okay, very good. Just curious.
0: Yes. But you'll have to go to System Mastery on Patreon to get that. So, Mm patreon.com slash System Mastery. Join us at the $5 level. You unlock all the content, and... You will be there for this absolute bonanza of talent and joy as we go out on a bang for The Littlest Hobo, and you find out what's coming next for TV Mastery
1: as well. Hmm. Couldn't be more excited myself. And uh that's at the $5 level, but there are several other levels you can support us at. And even if you can't support us, well, why don't you just leave us a nice review on iTunes or Stitcher or whatever? Every five star we get helps other people find us, and that helps us grow.
0: That's right. Mm-hmm. You don't need to give us money to support us. You just need to hold us
1: up. Just property or land. <laughs> that's right. I'll take titles. I will take a title. Mm-hmm. I will
0: be Lord Dampton. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for joining us. We will be back in another couple weeks with more Movie Mastery. And until then, you have a good one.